Welcome to the podcast. I'm Cass and this is All Things Mystical. And I'm Gabrielle and we're here to empower you to be mystical beings in this modern day world. Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome back to another episode of All Things Mystical. I'm your co-host, Cass, and I have the amazing Gabrielle with me today. How are you? I am very well. How are you? So excited to be back with another episode with you, my darling. Um, So today we want to kind of like delve into your area of expertise. We kind of like obviously touched on in last week's episode, the astrology of now versus like the last hundred years, which is like my area. And we're going to like change it up. This is what this is all about. Getting two different perspectives of like what it's like to be like a modern day mystic. So obviously Gabrielle is a psychic development teacher. And today we want to delve into just like empaths and psychics and I don't know, whatever else comes up. So let's throw it over to Gabrielle. All right. So let's start with my absolute favorite topic, which is what is a psychic? So my definition of what is a psychic is someone who reads energy. And what I mean by energy is like you can read a plant, you can read a friend, you can read a phone, you can read Instagram, you can read everything is energy. Dr. Joe Dispenza breaks down energy into this equation. So 0.999% of our physical body is energy and 0 point zero zero one is physical matter so Mm. everything is energy and anyone who reads any energy anyone who says walked into the room and the vibe was bad or I walked into the office and I felt like I was suffocating is a psychic Mm. and I always say which goes against like the moral grain of what I think society believes a psychic is. And I'm like, it's a scale. It's like a sliding scale. You're like a 0% intuitive today. And then tomorrow you could be 12% intuitive. And when I say intuitive, I mean empathic and psychic because empaths just read energy of people, right? And so do psychics. They're the exact same thing. So many people separate them mm. into different categories. Yeah. There's like no need for the categories because they're both doing the exact same thing. They both protect themselves in the same ways. And I think empath was really created to be like such a belittling word because there's no tools to really help an empath or there's no way to get out of it when you empower someone with the word psychic. Hmm. It gives them like a path to follow, a way out of the confusion and a way to like turn it off if you want to turn it off. Yeah. Do you feel like because there's potentially a little bit of stigma around the word psychic that that's where this kind of like empath kind of category has come in and maybe people at the beginning feel a little bit more comfortable saying, oh, I'm just an empath when really they're psychic? A hundred percent. And I like, honestly, like I've been having quite a few conversations with people who are super into Wicca and they just call themselves psychics too. So it's really interesting because all we're doing is playing and manipulating energy So like, I'm definitely not a witch by any word of the mean, but everything here is just about manipulating energy. And when you're at that place where you can just read the energy, that means that you're psychic, empathic, intuitive, 
whatever. And it's a degree, it's a sliding scale. It's like you can learn to read it and interpret it really easy. It's just a gut feeling extended to the max. Mm. Um, so it's kind of like, so really to kind of like be able to trust those intuitive or, or those kind of like psychic signs, you really have to be connected to your body to actually be able to know what you're feeling. Yeah, 100%. So I always say like at the start of psychic school, like we have to undissociate from self. It's time mm. to ask yourself constantly who you are, how you feel and what you want and where does it hurt? Mm. <laughs> the biggest pain of being a psychic is like I just sat into a reading with a girl who had a left shoulder problem and her stress literally manifested as physical stomach pain. And I was mm. like, there is nothing more painful than this than taking on other people's pain and assuming or perceiving it that it's yours like how many times do you hang around with someone who complains of a headache and then you're like shit I think I've got a headache (laughs) right it's just because you're reading the energy you're in their auric field Mm. and the best way I explain this I as a teacher have used my own metaphors. Like I use metaphors that I've been taught and I've changed them slightly or like I've come up with different ones, but most psychics who work and who have come from the English lineage, So like psychics are very different all over the world. Like, um, but there has been like the biggest place they've come from is England, London. Like this is where it really started. If you're from Australia and you ever go get a psychic reading in London, you've got to like sign paperwork. Like it's very strict to get insurance there over here. It's like super easy. It's like a whole different world, right? We use auric fields, like our auric field as a metaphor for our energy when we use it to expand and contract. It's just an intention setting tool to use so you're not walking around in everyone else's energy if your energy is nice and tight your auric field is nice and tight around you you're not letting other people enter into your auric field so you're not going to read them and vice versa Mm. so I always say to people it's it's very similar to like all the olden day psychics who are like imagine white light around yourself and you'll be protected I don't know if anyone's ever heard this. I started going to psychics at the age of 17 because my mother didn't know what to do with me, right? And this is what they said to mm. me. And I was like, I can't imagine shit. <laughs> like, please don't come at me. I'm a feeling psychic. I'm just here to know how you feel. Like, mm. I'm not here to know what everyone sees. Like, yeah. that's what I think. And so many people perceive that psychics constantly are clairvoyant. And we're mm. not. I literally receive all of my information through feeling or a deep knowing. And it feels like that knowing is almost coming from my womb space. Like I just know if I open my mouth, it's going to blur out. Blur's a great example of that. (laughs) No, but it's so true because I feel like um, when people hear the term psychic, they just assume that you're clairvoyant. And I, th- I, I guess that is just a misconception. I feel like TV probably hasn't helped with that because I think that's just how all psychics are deemed, like they're, you know, seeing things walking around. Um, so what has it been like? Because I know for you, like you've really been able to 
tap into the different Claire types throughout your journey um, as kind of like, I suppose, further developing your psychic abilities. What has that experience been like for you? Because, I mean, I find that so interesting. Like, obviously, I'm at this point definitely in my clairsentient and claircognizance and like dabbling into the um, clairvoyance. I can feel some days are stronger than others. So, like, what's that process been like? Mm, so this is something that I really studied with other people. But the one thing I want to chat about is before we dive in any further, clairvoyance. How do you actually see it? Is it a, an elusive image that you just know deeply? Like I know they're wearing a hat or are you actually like verbally, like physically seeing them inside of your mind's eye? Mm, I'm not seeing anything right now. So this is like the whole like I'm seeing like lights. Mm. I'm still not at the point of actually being able to either see or behind my third, like behind my mind's eye see. Mm -hmm. For me, it's still that kind of like deep knowing of like, oh, okay, yep, like that, you know, there's someone there. Yeah. And I think clairvoyance comes in like three different perspectives. Like, and this is how I want to break down clairvoyant. Like I've always and have always seen auras. Mm. One day I just, not, not my whole life, but like, pretty young I started seeing them can see them when I allow my gaze to drop and I'm like not focusing on anything then you've got like I can now see these are the two same so then I can now see blobs outside that it guides walking around freaking me out some days <laughs> wake you up in the middle of the night and it looks like there's a figure standing over you that is just energy in motion and like a good way to know this, if you have those two abilities is most people who are ungrounded, their eyes start to shake inside of their head and you get like mm. super disorientated because the energy is like changing your physical makeup. So that's like one level of being clairvoyant. Then you've got, I can see in my mind's eyes, like I can see an apple, it's kind of blurry, it definitely doesn't look red, it's kind of black and white. Sometimes it may look shiny red, sometimes it won't. And then you've got the physical, very unheard of, I know of about three mediums mm. I've met lots who see in the physicality who see in mm. reality who see it like it's 3d yeah right yeah that's that's clairvoyance mm. I and think that's really important to kind of distinguish yeah yeah I could chat like literally for 45 minutes on clairvoyance because like it's such a fucked up perception. And I'm going to say fucked up because honestly, like all of my clients like come to me and I had a client yesterday and she was like crying. She's like, I just don't see anything. And I was like, I don't care if you don't see anything. Like, I don't mind. Like yeah. I don't see very much either. Like on the start of my journey for the first like four years of being psychic, I saw nothing, zero squat didn't make me a bad psychic. Mm -hmm. it just made me better at being claircognizant yeah so mm -hmm. claircognizant is my actual main clair I just know stuff I don't know it it's my guide stand really close to my energetic field they're in my auric field like 70% of my life and they just constantly tell me it's not telling me because there's no delay between them thinking it and me thinking it. It's almost kind of like telekinesis, but it's like inside of my mind. I just feel like I know it. Most of the time I feel like it's coming from my womb space, but I just know that it's really coming from them. And mm. the reason I describe it as telekinesis is because, but it feels like a full body experience. Like it's just this deep inner. Oh yeah, I know. Mm. 
And that's how simple it is. So there are six clairs. They all align with our normal senses. So then you've got clair audience, which is hearing outside of the ear. So many people get clair cognizance and clair audience mixed up. One just happens inside of your head and there's no voice before it speaks. So clair cognizance, zero words before it comes out of your mouth. Mm. Clair audience is you're hearing it outside of your ear. Some people have clair audience inside of their mind. So like they're getting that preluded information like a script and then it comes out of their mouth. It's still clear audience. Clear sentience is literally the like belief that you're an empath. I feel what others feel inside of my body, right? What other definition is there for an empath? Then you have this is my absolute favorite clear clear gustance because it is tasting. So I used to have a client who used to come to me on a regular basis and her grandmother used to make like smoked fish. Mm-hmm. Anyway, every time she turned up and I would do mediumship back then. Anyways, she'd bring the fish. <laughs> tasted the taste of it, but it was just so strong. I used to get so excited. I was like, and I'm tasting the fish and it tastes like this and I can taste the pepper and I don't even like pepper and I taste the salt and then I can taste this herb. It was just like so real that it undoubtedly having that client made me believe at a deeper level, Mm. right? So, and that's what the thing is, like we experience all clairs. We don't just have one. We have multitude. Then we have clair alliance, which is clear smelliance inside of my mind. That's what I called it. Always will wish I could change it permanently to clair smelliance. You just smell things that don't exist in your physical reality so it's like I smell freshly cut grass or the smell of the ocean or something along those lines does that all make sense yeah yeah that's great um I just thought it was really important to go through them because so many people come to me and then we're like sitting down and they're like yeah I'm just not psychic and I'm like great so you just don't feel overwhelmed when someone's overwhelmed like in the opposite room from you and you just don't feel stressed when you just know you have to ring someone because you feel like they're universally calling you Mm. like if you someone rings you and you're like oh my god I was just thinking about that person that means you're psychic Mm. or if you get an email or if you feel like you just know something's going to happen tomorrow that's not like a gut feeling Gut feelings yeah. don't exist. Your gut's not telling you anything except eat more vegetables. <laughs> right? <laughs> I love that. that back. It's telling you that your intuition is mm. on a point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel like the reason, and I just, I don't know, I've obviously only recently delved into my own psychic abilities and I have come from this fear of being prosecuted by really sharing this given like, again, we can go into like the past life stuff of like being witches and being burnt for all of, all of our, I suppose, gifts. Um, I do feel like the gut feeling and the empath and all of that is like, I suppose, just a way that we've tried to uh, diminish these gifts over time. But ultimately, if you're the kind of person that's like, oh my God, I've just got that gut feeling again, like that's your psychic, 100%. 
And I don't even know if it was to diminish it because if we really looked back 60, 70 years ago, psychic wasn't even a term you would ever have a podcast on, let alone a book or let alone anything, right? So maybe that truly isn't how I'm really feeling about that. The more we talk about that is Mm. a stepping stone to the word psychic being normalized. Oh, I like that. Yeah. So Mm. I think it had its time and its place and like, especially highly sensitive, like let's remove the label highly sensitive too. Like I was just looking up here. I've got a book for gifts of the highly sensitive. Like if you're going to call yourself highly sensitive, you're literally setting the intention that I'm highly sensitive, not psychic. Like being psychic is just easier. And so many Mm. people are like, no. And then I have to protect myself and it's so hard and it's so tumultuous I don't even know how to pronunciate that word but it's such a good word for how people feel about it and then they're like but what about psychic surgery and what about people like attaching to you right Mm. like I am going to tell my story because I feel like it's really important I had someone attached to me at the end of the day like I had a ghost that's why I went to someone at the age of 17 because my mom was like you're not the same person anymore right? Mm. It wasn't bad. It wasn't scary. It wasn't anything. And honestly, like that was the one thing I learned at such a young age that that psychic who I'm still blessed to be in connection with, who still taught me so much is like, this is a rarity. Mm. Like you have to have a soul contract with that being for that to happen. So if you're really going to worry about becoming psychic because of the fact that a ghost is going to attach to you, you would have written it in your story anyway. Let that go. My belief system on that is I know it won't happen again, so it won't. Yeah. Intention is everything. If your intention is worry, you become a magnet for those things. Right? And so many people like I speak to are super into psychic surgery and all of this stuff. And like, it's pretty out there stuff. Like I'm a pretty mediocre psychic who's like, I'm happy to tell you about your past, present and future, but I'm like going to keep the alien part to myself. And like, if that's what you vibe with, we'll chat about it in a safe and sophisticated manner. As a human being, we can't understand the whole world. And there's so many things that we put in our mind that we perceive must be reality. But that doesn't actually align to what is reality. Mm. We are just setting in the intention for these things to be real. I've never had anything bad happen. I've never been psychically attacked. I've never done any of the stuff that everyone comes to me and is like, but aren't you scared? And I'm like doesn't exist in my reality Mm. don't fear what you don't yet understand find someone who speaks love and light and who can help you in the psychic world world just to understand and expand on that like gut feeling like it's so nice when things go wrong and you're like oh well I should have known that was coming anyway shouldn't have done that Gabrielle right Mm. And that's really all your intuition has to do. It just has to connect you to the past, present and future. Love it. Can we just like jump back to um, psychic surgery and just like unpack that a little bit? Like what's that about? So um, it's really woo-woo. So psychic surgery is like some people believe in it. It's where you like 
energetically cut people open and you like fully like cut out like bits and bobs in your head and like if you guys could see the faces I'm pulling um and like alien implants and like past life you carrying the wound of your past life so it needs to be physically cut out in the metaphysical so like that's what it is there's so many people doing it look I'm like I'm like a really odd psychic right I'm not super woo woo like I'm I'm woo like don't get me wrong I'm woo but I'm not like woo woo like I'm not like aliens are falling from the sky and there's a there's a war that we can't see and we need to take the implant out of your head and I'm just like intuition was just built for humans so we don't have to be stressed mm-hmm the end of the day it is the thing that eliminates 97 percent of my stress the rest is just me created by to-do list really like at the end of the day like it just eliminates fear and worry and I think it's such a primal thing that we've forgotten Mm, 100% I feel like there is a lot of fear around it what do you feel like because I mean like I know for me the benefits that I've had you know, with kind of like understanding my own psychic abilities. Cause before I was just willy nilly shut off or was doing things that I didn't even realize were deemed kind of like psychic. Like, what do you think is the main benefit for someone to actually kind of like tap into their psychic abilities just for like their day-to-day life? I actually think the best thing about it is you have to dissociate from self, like reassociate if you're dissociated. So you mm. can't walk around being a psychic and be like, I think my back hurts, but I'm going to chuck a Panadol because you've got to be so associated that you're like, okay, well, my back hurts and it's probably come from this stress. Like you have to have such a deep connection to yourself. So you know, when your energy isn't coming from you, like mm. I'm so aware, like, like I can just know when someone is about to walk in my door and they're ungrounded and I like 10 feet away, spray them. Like, like I know you're ungrounded. Like you don't come into my house like that, please. Like it just gives you like such a beautiful understanding of self at this deeper core than I could ever imagine. Like I can now like, I honestly can't even understand how anyone can do this dissociated because like you have to be like in a place where you ask yourself questions and then ask your guides, right? Because you Mm -hmm. have to make sure you know you so you know when your guides are with you, right? And then you can't just be like, oh, like I'm feeling really crappy. Like, can you make me feel better? You really realize that that whole like concept of someone's going to save me and fix me goes out of the window and you really become this own self-approved power of yourself like I'm gonna fix x y and z and I'm in control of my life and my guides are telling me to do this and then if you don't do it two weeks later they're gonna tell you the same thing Mm. like a very strict and funny guides are really funny I also really want to chuck that in there I did a um Keishik record reading this morning right and this guide came through and he just cracked me up I was like low-key trying not to laugh for like 45 minutes straight because I was trying to be really serious because we're talking about really serious topics, but he was just like a cracker. They, they do have a sense of humor. Such a <laughs> They're not all serious. Yeah, definitely not. Um, all right. That's amazing. I just feel like it's very empowering. And I just feel like 
I know, yeah, it's obviously helped change my life. And I know that it's obviously, I and connect with some of your, you know, students right now, and I can just see how empowered it is for them. So um, is there anything else kind of like on your heart on this topic that you feel like we haven't covered? Yeah. So to be super like in tune, you've got to be present. Mm. So like, I'm just going to ask you guys, like, if you're driving, like, just disregard this, maybe do it later. But if you're, like, at home washing the dishes, just, like, stop for a second, close your eyes for me. And I want you to just, like, intuitively ask yourself, your guides and your loved ones, like, just take a second. We're going to take a huge inhale through our nose. We're going to breathe out. And I want you to just ask yourself how many percent of my soul is here, if that made sense. And just feel into that answer. And a lot of people I get are actually quite low numbers because this is this is the true essence of grounding. So many people are like grounding's going outside, but grounding is being fully here, present with your soul in this reality. Mm. Because so many people who would be listening to this podcast would be up in the atmospheres with the stars chatting away and dissociating. Yeah. Right. But the truth is we need to be like anywhere from like 80% is like I deem as like AA plus mm. because I sit somewhere between the 75, 80 most days. And if I don't, it's like a serious, like sit down, do your work, bring back all aspects because I need to be here and present to help people, but I also need to be here and help myself too. So Mm. we can't do one without the other. So knowing whatever percentage you're at, and this is a simple question you can ask yourself each day that if you're not here, I literally call back all aspects of myself to the here and now that's my mantra. I use every single day. I then ground and protect myself by saying I am my own energy only my own energy at all times. And then I stomp my feet on the earth. Mm -hmm. That is my psychic protection, psychic grounding summed up into about 20 second process. So don't come out with, don't come at me saying that being a psychic is time consuming. Having intention in your life is all that you need to change. If you're an overwhelmed, highly sensitive person and you don't have mantras or you don't carry something with you that's going to help you, please message me. I would love to help you because no one should ever be labeled highly sensitive. Mm. Not a thing. And I just, sorry, you go. Sorry. (laughs) I was going to say like, just on that intention, like it is all intention. So if you're kind of like hearing what Gabrielle is saying and you don't completely resonate with that particular practice, like make your own. Yeah. Like you maybe just like incorporate some little practice into like your morning routine. When you, when you get up, when you're just doing something, maybe like for me, I stop and hold my coffee every morning and I just kind of like feel the warmth of that. And that's just kind of like me just coming back to myself. Like I don't necessarily say anything, but it's like the intention behind it of like, I'm here now in this present moment. And I feel what my feet feel like on my floor. And I feel like what my body feels like in that moment. Cause I've probably been off like who knows where while I've been sleeping. So with anything, it really is just around intention because it has the same effect. Yeah. 
And like, there's other things I do. Like my bedspread at in bed is actually red. I find red a super grounding energy for me. Like it really, I don't know what it is. If it's like, because it reminds me of Uluru and that really reminds me of like my deep spiritual connection, but like, I constantly, everything in my life, like having a red doona is really good for me to sit on and like call back all aspects. Like I have certain crystals that I just hold on to when I feel like all hell's broken loose in my spiritual connection bubble, right? Mm-hmm. Like whatever, everything has to have intention, but there's yeah. no such thing as having a crystal ball and being able to see the clearest day future. That's not what a psychic does. And anyone who goes to a psychic wanting to know how many children you can generally tell how many children they're going to have generally because they'll show up as like souls but like we don't just tell the future yeah and most psychics that are reading you are highly connected to self and they're seeing your energy better than you're seeing it for yourself that is the only difference if you sit or you feel called to sit in front of a psychic and akashic record reader or like a medium that is a call for you to sit down and learn those things yourself Mm. Yeah, that's so true. That's so true. Um, I don't have anything further. I just feel like this is this is like your jam and I just love how passionate you are about it and I know how much it's helped me. Um, is there anything else kind of on your heart? No, I really feel like that sums it up. I think if you want to be intuitive and you want to grow your intuitive abilities, like have a look at my page, have a look at what I share on Instagram, starting a YouTube next month to give out more free content. Like I'm trying to give from the place of love guys. Um, If there's anything you want to learn, please message me. I'll probably turn it into a workshop. This stuff is so hard to teach unless I have someone sitting in front of me and I'm making them do the physical work. Like so many people are always coming at me being like, how can, how can I do it? And I'm like, unless you sit down and you hold space for that, for your guides to come through. It's really hard. It's just not something that you're going to learn by thinking about or reading a book. It's a physical practice. It Mm. has to have space, time and connection. And you've got to connect to yourself. You've got to do the journaling work. You've got to do the self-inquiry. So there are so many steps and it is a simple journey when you finally take time for yourself. If you want to do this, then you're not spending five minutes with yourself a day. That is the best place I can ask you to start. Yeah, it's so true. It really is about going within and connecting with yourself first so that you can actually receive and feel the guidance that's around you. Mm, Yeah. And to feel into what you currently feel like. If you don't know where your own vibrational blueprint is, how can you know Mm. what any other vibrational blueprint is like? Yeah, because you're going to have to learn to discern your own energy with someone else's. And if you can't tell what your own energy is right now, then that's the right place to start. A hundred percent. And it's just such like, it's just really the most empowering journey I can ever send people on. Like I'm so blessed to do this and I'm so blessed to have this gift, but it's not a gift, Mm. right? It's just me. It's just my soul. My soul just remembered really young. Yeah. And it was just really didn't want to sit behind a desk and do a nine to five, I think. So it's burned off faster, right? But that's the truth of the matter. I wasn't made to sit behind a desk. I made to connect with people and I couldn't do that in the jobs that I did, right? Mm -hmm. So our soul will always tell us what it wants it to do. 
So if you're feeling lost and confused, please sit with your soul, journal and inquire and find space. You're already intuitive. It's just having the space and capacity to listen. Mm, That's beautiful, guys. Like this, this lights Gabrielle up. I can just see it in her face. (laughs) Um, So there will be links below for mine and Gabrielle's Instagram. If you want to reach out to either of us about anything that we've spoken about today. Yeah. And I've also got, um, if you guys want a better dictionary on what like a star seed and empath is a psychic, a light being all that kind of stuff, I've created a dictionary and like a blueprint for like finding out what kind of star seed you are. So if you highly resonate with that stuff, hit me up. I can send you that through Instagram. Um, but if you have any questions, just message us. Like we're super always here for a chat. Mm, We love chatting. All right, my loves, thank you for joining this week. I hope this served you and supports you. And I hope you have the most beautiful Friday and lovely weekend.